Please, speak freely. Welcome to the podcast of Boba Fett, the Explosion Network's after show, breaking down, discussing, and reviewing each and every episode of the Disney Plus original Star Wars series, the book of Boba Fett. My name's Dylan Blunt. Joining me, Ashley Hopper. Dylan, excited to be here as we creep closer to Star Wars turning into Avatar. I mean, there's a lot of reference you can make to, I mean, <laughs> was it the Dancing Wolves or whatever, I mean. Pocahontas, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Last Samurai. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, well, any I've, white saviour. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> story. Put a pin in that. Um, so, F, chapter two, The Tribes of Tatooine, directed by Steph Green, written by John Favreau. Um, Wait, directed by who? Steph Green. Seth Green. Steph Green, motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, that's right. Steph, Steph Green. S-T-E-P-H. Oh, Steph. Steph Green. Not Seth Green. <laughs> Previously directed episodes of The L Word, Generation Q, Dare Me, Watchmen, Man of High Castle, The Deuce, okay. Luke Cage. So not Seth Steph. Green. Not, not Seth, Seth from, Green. Not Seth from Austin Powers and Robot No. Chicken. Jesus. Although that would be great. Maybe one day. Uh, this week's episode, yeah, Tribe of Tatooine. Uh, synopsis was, watch the episode now. It's a good synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Disney+. Plus. Thank you. Some days I do feel like we should record this hours after, not straight after, because, boy, God. You get little to go off, eh? Um, <laughs> I can't even like. It's like you check uh, who's in this. Who was that? Who was that person at train station, or whatever? I, I, I presume. See, not to jump ahead, or maybe I will say it now because it's not really important. But the place where he goes, I'm like, is that supposed to be um, Toshi Station <laughs> or whatever it's called? Mm. <laughs> you know, like is that like a little fun? Want to go power converter to Toshi Station? Is, is that, that what? Is- was that a uh, uh, Luke's uncle? No. Is that what we meant to take from that? No, they're dead. Oh, yeah, at this point they are. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate the spoiler. Or movie, are they? <laughs> they are dead. All we saw was the bodies. Wait, <laughs> that's pretty definitive. <laughs> that's, yeah. All we saw were, were bodies. Yeah. Could have been antibodies. I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. Although uh, they would be older. Yeah. You're digging a hole. You really are yep, just. No. I didn't even hand you the shovel. You went to Bunnings, picked it up yourself, and then proceeded to dig. Um, Moving on. <laughs> what are your overall thoughts on this week's episode? Yeah, it's a. We- it, it's good. It's weird. Uh, I yeah, I enjoyed both sections of the the show, the past and the future, <laughs> the past and the present. Um, yeah, it is an interesting show that is quite different to what people ex- would expect and probably what people would want from a Boba Fett TV show. Um, obviously, like I said, there's a lot of c- comparisons to like a white savior kind of story with, uh, Boba Fett and the sand people, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting, obviously getting to look at, continue to have a look at the sand people culture and like. I guess really what this does is you you feel even worse for the same people that Anakin murdered. 
That's what I thought out when I got to the end. Yeah. <laughs> be interesting when you go back and watch episode three. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought this was a good episode. I'm, I'm of two minds. Like, like the, it is interesting because I both equally am like I really enjoy. And of course, we spoke about this last week and when they did this in the Mando season two or whatever. I'm like, I'm totally in for this, like turning around the Tuscans and making them. And that was the other thing I realized today. I'm like, gotta make sure I stop calling them Tuscan Raiders because I feel like that's sort of that's <laughs> derogatory. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like calling them Indians or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, savages. I, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah, Tuscans. I guess yeah. Was, but yeah. you're so ingrained in your Star Wars mind, everyone always goes Tuscan Raiders, like. Mm. Yeah, so I'm like Tuscans. Um, I'm I'm totally in for this. Like, so the backstory to one of Star Wars's most known villains, <laughs> or like kind of background yeah. villain, background villain, I guess is the the sort of thing. Um, it's really interesting, and I, I like everything they do in the episode. But yes, it totally does feel like a white savior storyline. Um, even though you know the the character isn't white. Yeah. But it still very, feels like a white saver story. Like. It does, and it also feels very, like, Maori. It, it's interesting, like, the culture of the, like, they pretty much, like, have a war dance at the end, like, very much in the vein of, like, a haka or something oh. around that fire. So, and I'm sure really, a weapon I, like that would not be out of place in a indigenous, some no. sort of indigenous culture, yeah. I, I feel like it's sort of... Somewhere they've taken somewhere between Native American and Maori, which I guess would make sense with the people involved. Maybe, yeah. maybe they're like, "Hey, you know," because it's mostly Americans, so Native American storyline probably fits a bit more. But then maybe because you got Morrison as a lead, of course, mm. plus uh, actor, on-screen actor. And then all of the clones being of him, it's like you always have this thing. And I mean, there was that whole thing um, upset that people had with uh, the, the Bad, Bad Batch. Batch, you know, having D. Bradley Baker. And that's not even, so, and that was a really interesting thing that he brought up because that, I mean, that goes all the way back, back to the Clone Wars, having D. Mm. Bradley Baker do the voice of a character, white dude do, do the voice of a character. So they're like, maybe we should meet in the middle because I feel like there's elements of stuff that, you know, seems. Native American-ish, uh, but the storyline could also fit, I guess, anyone because it's definitely like sort of... And it's really funny because I kept... I felt like they were hinting at like doing stuff like this in Mando Season 2 and I was like just throwing it out and being like, oh yeah, that'd be like interesting if they went there. But whatever. Probably won't come back. And then last week it's like, oh cool, like they, they touched a little bit more on that, hinted at stuff but he'll totally be out of their next episode. And then I feel like this episode is one where they're like, nah, we're like, that's the storyline we're telling or have been like touching on since Mando season two. Um, because by the time you get to the, after they take down the train and he's like, you know, this is a, I can't remember the exact line, but he says like, this is their land, yeah. uh, their ancestral land, blah, yeah. blah, 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 something like that. I can't remember the full thing, but um, that was like a really cool part of the episode and also equally my least favorite because that was the most white savior-ish moment of the entire mm. episode. I feel like everything else does have a Dance with Wolves feel or whatever where he's sort of just fell in with them. 
and he they're like oh you've like sort of proved yourself and they're doing that whole like sort of train him all that's fine i feel like the train part though once they he stops the train and he's sitting there like he's you know the one in charge he's the one who says to the spice runners i don't actually know what maybe they've said no i've completely missed it i'm sure maybe a super hardcore person's figured out like what I don't know, crime syndicate they're from or something but um to, he's like he's the one who says to them you can't come here because of this like that was the very like that was the sort of i'm now speaking for them moment which is that mm. that's where it sort of crossed the the line i guess of but he is the only one who can communicate with them so yes but also we never see him communicate with them for what they want him to say you know what i mean maybe he discussed it beforehand <clears throat> he could have but I'm saying, like, in the context of what yeah. we've seen, it's, it's, is that scene where it feels the most like a white saviour storyline? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's hard to... Once you see it, it's hard to, like, get it out of your mind. But, yeah, I think, obviously... Yeah. Not that all white... Sa- well, yeah. Not all white saviour stories are bad, you know? <laughs> they saved, <laughs> what a quote. They saved them. That was the important thing, you know? What a quote. I'm, I'm not saying it ruins it, and no, especially yeah. because, like, at the end of the day, like, we're saying it, like, he, Tamura Morrison, not a white guy, not yeah. a white guy. Uh, the character of Boba Fett, not a white guy. Um, awesome. It's well, just that it does feel like it's written like a white, white side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I have to say, based on where we are in the future, I'm guessing this does not end up going well. Why? I don't know. This just a hunch. Obviously, he's sent those trained people back. Um, I think that obviously there could be repercussions of some sort. Otherwise, I don't feel like he would have left that tribe unless they were all wiped out. Hmm. Yeah, because that is a so yeah. That you got to get somewhere between here and where we see him in Mando. Hmm. Um. But we, and we also have what? Uh, how many years is it? Oh, actually, no, it's not that long. It's only a couple of years. So, and we don't know how long he's been here, is the other thing. So, you would assume it's been a while long. if he's progressed. Training, regr- yeah. yeah, all that sort of stuff. Because I can't remember the exact time between. Bando um, and. Yeah, I think it maybe was three years or something like Return. that. Return, yeah. I feel like it was only a few years between Return and then Mando. And then this is obviously at the end of season two. And. You could say season one, two only takes place a year. So I feel like, hold on, that's for that time. Like, oh, fuck, I'm getting my timelines confused. So I was trying to work out before when the, the end takes place. But then also the the end of the end of return, him knocked off, Luke, him gets sucked into the, the pit. Then they fuck off. They go save the day, blow up the Death Star, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then by the time Mando saves him, again, I feel like that's only... A couple years, I think. Either way, I feel like it's a couple years in the ring. But, um, yeah, I feel like... I feel like they're building two stories and they're sort of going to connect them in the middle. And by that, all the all the um, backstory stuff we're currently getting is this whole, like, how he trains to become a um, a different person. Mm. So they're, they're sort of like... They're like we're doing a re-origin story of Boba Fett. Yeah, I love new version. I love this. It's hey, remember Boba Fett's so cool. He's the guy in the background. He's a cool bounty hunter. But we're finally going to get a TV series about him. 
it's a TV series about him becoming a better person. A really Pretty cool, much. which is peaceful funny. guy. You know why they need to do that? Hot take, not a hot take. Because he wasn't that sucks. interesting in the first place. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> it's because he wasn't the interesting characters that actually had to more or less reboot he him. Wasn't a character that was a problem. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we get this, which is fine because so you're getting a whole re-origin story in the one end, and then in the present day, which I'll loop back to in a second. You've obviously got the him taking charge. This episode loops back to crime syndicate stuff with the huts and whatever but then also in this one we've got mentions of crime syndicate on this end so i feel like they're going to converge at some point crime syndicates come back could do what you're saying wipe out all the tuscans blah 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 yeah it wouldn't surprise me if like big fortune is behind the train and that kind of stuff that would be an interesting and that's why um, he went back and murdered him you know well i'm sure he just wanted to take the throne either way because of Boba Fett. But, well, I think, yeah, maybe the throne was like a side. You know, obviously he wanted revenge first and then by taking the throne he could ensure that the Tusken Raiders going, well, the Tuskens going forward. It's hard, would be safe, it? yeah. Yeah, it is hard. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I feel like there has to be a convergence of storylines here and not just make the the flashback stuff feel like totally an origin story thing, even though that's what it is to a degree. But I feel like once they start like melding it more towards like tying into what he's doing in the present day. And if there is a cause and effect as to why, like, as you're saying, if there, if that's, if Fortuna, Fortuna was behind everything, that would make sense. And everything that sort of ties in. Um, if they do want to also like looking at the bigger picture, if Star Wars as a whole, like the Disney plus stuff, in particular, is moving towards doing a few more shows interconnecting into crime syndicate type of era stuff. It would make more sense. It would make sense if a lot of this show has to do with that, especially by the time we get towards the end of this. Turns out Darth Maul was behind everything. He's still alive, right? I'll give you one. I'll give you one guess at the only character I'll be happy to see in this show. That's from something else. It's Kira. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kira. Yeah. Kira. If Kira's in this, I'm fine with that. Because I feel like that's that's not a big character that you just throw in as a cameo thing. That's a uh, a cool character that's only been in one movie and has potential yeah. to grow and like be used in proper ways. That's not a oh connection for connection. That's a that character was set up to go off and become the head of like crime syndicate sort of sure. stuff. Yeah. We haven't seen him since. It would make sense if yeah. Kira came back. Maybe she's some because... variant of human that does not age. Hey. That would be helpful. She would be older. She'd be. She'd be. The like entire 20... Star Wars happened between. Yeah, the entire Star War. Um, but she'd be older. But also, human age in Star Wars, you can very easily go. Whatever you know, it's like how you watch Doctor Who, and then they go to a planet where humans are on like a different planet, and they're like, "Oh, we age slower here," or something. You're like, whatever. Yeah. Don't care. The sands of Tatooine help us keep. Yeah. Sounds well. Was the, oh, that was was the spice uh, reference to anything? Do you know? <laughs> no, spice has always been a thing in Star Wars. However, it's always been sort of known to it. Well, it's sort of a thing to a degree where, I mean, it's pretty obvious when you watch Episode Four that George Lucas at some point read Frank Herbert's Dune and was like, "Yes." <laughs> and I do spice. this, yeah, and this episode. Uh, especially coming off the back, having watched Dune movie recently, obviously a lot of people, 
Um, not just us, like the world, I guess. And then going to this, this episode in particular, like, yes, there was a Dune uh, influence in Star Wars, wasn't there? Because Tatooine obviously had a heavy Dune influence, um, calling like Spice and whatever else. Like, it's Spice isn't new. Like, that's that's a thing that's been around for ages. Um, just not like a prominent, like major thing throughout the the movies or whatever. But Spice is a thing; always has been a thing. If you don't know what it looks like, they drop some on the ground in this. Um, <laughs> it's a drug, like. Um, is that what he throws I mean, at him I mean, at the end? Seems, yeah, I think he does. Yeah. I presume that's what he does, yeah. That was fucked up, by uh, the way. <laughs> uh, so, oh, shit. Are the Tusken Raiders just the residents of Arrakis? Mm-hmm. I guess so. It's all, it's all coming. It's all... <laughs> is, is, this, is this series just doomed? I mean, kind of. <laughs> to a degree, it is. But, I mean... Spice, Spice Mines, right? Um, Solo. They're mentioned there. Yeah. Um, Spice has been used as a thing in a lot of animated shows and, of course, spin-off stuff. I, can try, I can't think of it being mentioned in the main movies, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's what they do. That was real. I actually laughed out loud. I, I assume that was meant to be sort of funny, but when that lizard went up his nose and then he blew <laughs> the Tuscan blue spice in his face and his reaction was i think i swallowed oh, it. i i think i swallowed it i was like <laughs> I was, i'm not sure how he makes up swallowing and snorting <laughs> i was like i was like it should have been like oh, i haven't felt that since i took my covid test when <laughs> <laughs> one day reference there so um yeah anything else from the uh Flashbacky stuff before we like sort of uh, touch on freaking hallucination. What does it all mean? Oh yeah, what's it all mean? Oh yeah, it's good. I don't know what it all means, but so uh, all the kid stuff, right? Yes. I saw. So I saw someone on Twitter point out after we recorded last week that that shot of him picking up the helmet is actually a new shot, and the other shot in this of him looking out the hallways to the ship flying off. That's hundred percent a new shot as well, obviously. So well, it could be deleted scenes, right? That that's no, a potential. I feel like at this stage, all so the what you're saying is they digitally recreate. <laughs> yes, Daniel Logan from Clone Wars. Yes, Attack of Clones. Yes, that's what it seems like. Yes, amazing what you can do with the, Disney the, money. The, hel- the helmet shot, you could like warp around that original footage, change camera or whatever. But the one with him running through the hallway and looking at the ship. That's a hundred percent on you. Like, I mean, they can take elements from the film or whatever, but or, or combine maybe a shot of him running or something like that. Maybe that's what they've done: combine different elements to create the shot. And it, they don't need to see his face or anything. So that one's like probably a lot easier because you don't actually see a, a close up of his face, like eyes, mouth, and all that stuff. That's the the hard part. But um, it's quite interesting. What it means, I don't know. He is what he finds a tree. He gets wrapped in tree. Uh, he then pictures himself sinking to his doom. He bo- he sees his father dying. He uh, sees eyes in the trees or something like that. And then he breaks free. That right? That was about everything we saw? Yeah. I, I don't know if there's any meaning to, behind it all. I don't know. 
You just went on him. Just, uh, yeah, obviously vision quest, but, you know, the feeling of being trapped or, like, enclosed. Um, trying to live up to his father's legacy or, you know. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see if that kind of progresses, like, if we explore that anymore going forward and that kind of thing. Yeah, I've always, it's, I always wondered if they'll bother trying to have him care about Mandalore or that at this stage they're just like, you know. It's so far away. It's like, let let those Mandalorians care about Mandalore. I've got other stuff to do. Yeah. Because taking his helmet off all the time. You know who would yeah, be happy with that? Care. Jin Jaren. Jin Jaren would not be happy. Um, all the modern Mandalorians don't care. They have the mask off all the time. So. Yeah, but they're all like Helmets. New Age Catholics and yeah. Jin's like a... Rome. He's like... Old school. He's the, he's the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the whole trace sequence was very cool, I think. Yeah, I don't know what tracks is on, but... Yeah. I don't think it's on any tracks. No, I don't think so either. Also, I love that robot just yeeting yeeting itself out of the track. Yeah, I'm pretty sure sure when it lands here, it just goes, okay, and then like gets up and runs off. off, I'll say that dude at the start... Actually, no, I'll say that for a second when we're just... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, the train sequence was pretty cool. Uh, one dude gets absolutely obliterated. Um, reminded me a bit of Solo's train sequence, I guess, also. Mm, that's true. Similar to, like, running along that and the fight and Pip coming in on bikes and whatever else, so. Yep. Um, also, the bike training was quite amusing, especially start off with. That was quite funny. I knew that dude would go straight backwards. And, <laughs> and I still laughed. It still worked, so. Uh, present day... Yeah, so the first thing was when they interrogating the, whatever, the assassin from someplace, I can't remember. Um, that part where he's like says something in his language, to me, it just sounded like, shut the fuck up or something like that, but in like gibberish. And then, or like, that's, I don't know if they like purposely, because I, sometimes I swear I hear things like, I'd watch like Rebels and what the droids being like, Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm like, am I just hearing this in my head? Or is it done purposely so the adults are like, aha, that was a swear word. Uh, but you know, what do we get? Maybe 10 minutes of present day stuff before like 40 minutes of flashbacks, probably? Dragon? Uh, it wasn't much. No, it wasn't a lot. It felt like there was a fair, a, a decent amount. But then once you got into the other stuff, it was like, oh, yeah, this is much longer. <laughs> yeah. So what we do get is obviously uh, they find out this, they chuck the assassin into the Rancor pit, which was a funny bit. Um, also, shout out to the two Gamorrean guards who like jump back really fucking fast. <laughs> they've, they've probably heard about that one dude who fell in that t- one time. Um, and that was a funny bit because I w- really wanted um, I really wanted someone just to shout out and be like, Luke killed that shit, so like, come on, didn't you hear? <laughs> I don't know. We didn't buy another Rancor. They're expensive. Uh, <laughs> so then they get the information that the mayor was behind it all. They go visit the mayor. Um, the mayor is obviously a two-faced piece of shit, playing old cheeky games. Do you know who voices the mayor? No, who voices the credited? No, I didn't actually say. Robert Rodriguez. Was it? Yeah, that's yeah. who's credited in the credits. So. Maybe not there the voice, go. but maybe just the acting. I don't know. I know it looked pretty cool, though. Like the the side gill things or whatever, yeah. like with the translation, yeah, slightly. Yeah, all that. It looks pretty cool. I thought. 
Um, but he's obviously sort of not respecting Boba, I guess. Um, plus, I feel or like he's he, just oblivious. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Oblivious, yeah. Uh, but then he's like, oh, you got some shit to deal with. And then that ends up being the huts of returning to town. Did so you call get, the huts? That's why I sent him out there. Possibly. Um, we do get to see, I think they said it was the cousins of. Yeah, cousins. The twins. Cousins. They're twins, cousins of Jada Jab- the Hut. Because we have seen huts and other things, like. Mm. But I don't think we've seen these two huts before. Not no. that I can think of anyway. Um, so the brother's the one that does most of the talking. The sister, like, just whispers everything. More or less, they're like, we've got this fancy plate thing that says we actually should be in charge here. Boba says, no, nah, get fucked, yo. <laughs> and then they argue for your- Finders keepers, that's what he says. Yeah, finders keepers. Um, they're like, oh, our daddy, oh no, sorry, our family member had this, so now we deserve it. And he's like, nah, he lost it to another guy, and I've taken it from that guy. So, um, all's fair in love and war, you know, so peace out. Uh, and then they leave, and they're like, yeah, well, we'll talk about this later. And then, more or less, I mean, they're going to go get, I don't know, they're going to go fight, of course. You do see um, they have one warrior with them, a Wookiee. Yep. What'd you make of him? Yeah. He's a Wookiee. He's very... He's got very black fur. Kind of reminded me of the uh, the, the dog creature from Do- this most recent season of Doctor Who. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if I'll confirm this after the fact, or I'm just assuming that all Wookiees with black fur are the same character. But there is a Wookiee with black fur in uh, the comics recently, whose name I don't know how to actually pronounce the name, but the name is literally Black Chris Chrysantan. So K R R S A N T A N. He was a character in the. Um, can't remember if he first appeared in the. Darth Vader comic or the Doctor Afra solo comic, but he's one of the one of those involved with Doctor Afra and um, that sort of storyline is where that character showed up. He's like this badass bounty hunter, you know, for hire sort of character. So that, um, it looks exactly the same. So I presume it has to be the same character, which is cool. But yeah, in this he looked like a badass. He had definitely, you know, giant spikes on his like shoulder plate and. Everything else looked ready to fight Boba Fett. Pretty sure he'd kill Boba Fett, to be completely honest, but we'll see how that goes. Fennec Shan might have to step in. I don't know. We shall see. Uh, but yeah, what do you make of all the the hut talk and all the direction this is all going in the present day? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, like, uh, building some tension, some rivals. It's like, th- there's going to be stuff for him to do, but obviously we haven't had a very good look at what present day looks like and what kind of other than Fennec and these two guards who's who does he have to really enforce mm. his rule you know we need some allies mm, the entire Tuscans I guess maybe he's like guess what we're reclaiming everything this entire planet well, you're gonna get these off-worlders off my planet imagine at the end of the series he like puts a, a Tuscan in charge Imagine if the end of the series is like, hey, we're in charge. No more off-worlders ever allowed on Tatooine ever again. Wow. No one is ever allowed to return here <laughs> to this planet. If only that was true. 
so I'd be thankful. <laughs> Sick of coming here. Fucking hell. You see that tweet going around? I can't remember who tweeted it today. That uh, originally was like, man, Disney Plus, two shows, and I'm literally made it about the same character. I'm like, <laughs> not even literally, but I'll say that is very true. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is worth... Uh, I think it's a valid point of criticism. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was cool. I think the hearts look cool. Um, CGI, obviously. I feel like the mayor looked real, or maybe just the head. And I don't know, but they mm. looked real. But the obviously the Female huts, not so much. Yeah, hut hut not so much. Uh, but yeah, I'm keen to see where that goes. Obviously, I feel like they're going to get involved. I think it'll be really interesting. Instead of, um, I would actually think it'd be cool if instead of just hey uh it's hot versus boba like to own tatooine what if other crime syndicates are like oh Tatooine's just up like for grabs, so, yeah. it's up for grabs it's just one guy there this boba fats claim that one dude the huts are trying to make a play but we could probably make a play at the same time and instead you have a older crime syndicates sort of try and make a play for tatooine mm. would be um and then maybe then boba can make a like allies with some of them i don't know like at some stage he does have to make allies though because it's just sort of unrealistic at this stage like is literally four people walking around going you should do what we say i'm like any of these like everyone in town jumps on you you're gone like (laughs) it's literally you four people also how jaded must the residents of tatooine be that they have these giant huts come in and then they walk away and then everybody just goes about their day yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Probably, probably used to it from back in the day of Java, yeah. I guess. Probably. Uh, anyway, any other things I missed? No, I think we hit everything. Uh, fifty-three minutes. Also, we're just gonna we're we gonna see that chain like that sleep pod every episode. Do you think? Yeah, it's kind of. I actually don't, I don't know. It kind of annoys me. It's like a bad storytelling mechanic where you've got to show like if someone's having you know it's like that shot. You know, yeah, it's like that person laying in a bed, like, uh, uh, and you show them, like, shaking because they're having a, a dream, and then you show the flashback dream or nightmare they're showing. And, like, yeah. the first time makes sense because then you, it's like a mechanic, uh, like a, a way to show the audience that you're going to see a flashback. But after the first episode, they could have just cut to the flashback, and as an audience, you're like, it's a flashback. Yeah. We, okay. we know where we are time period-wise, but, yeah, we'll see. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the podcast of Boba Fett. Please subscribe to Holocron Entries for all our other Star Wars shows, including The Mandalorians. Uh, apparently, season three of that is coming definitely 2022, apparently. So we shall see. Uh, the Very Bad Batch, season two, coming apparently this year as well. So, And much more Star Wars content. Follow all of our Twitters by heading to ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter. Join our Discord, ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord. Come talk Star Wars and whatever else there. And if you like this and you'd like to tell us, head on over to ExplosionNetwork.com slash support to donate as little as dollar. Sort up a recurring monthly payment to support the show. Spice is not accepted. Until next week. What did I say last week? Oh, uh, Something. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. I'm keeping with it. Turns Stay out that they, they, they've been growing melons. It's a thing. It yeah, it was milk. It was milk. It wasn't water. It was milk. They're Stay super milky. happy about that water. <laughs> it's not stay hydrated. Stay milky.